Hey, welcome back. No Cold Pay Radio on Cozy 101.1. I am Murphy Houston. We're brought to you by Dr. Cog, the Denver Regional Council of Government's Area Agency on Aging, 303-480-6700. My partner who runs the Area Agency on Aging, Jayla Sanchez-Warren's on vacation this week. But I am here, and joining me now is Rebecca Pearl, is a Senior Program Analyst for ARP, AARP Elder Watch, responsible financial, or for financial literacy work, empowering Coloradans 50-plus years old, with financial security, money management tools, help them save and spend wisely and avoid scams. And man, there's a lot of that going on. Rebecca, welcome to No Cold Pay Radio. Thanks so much for having me, Murphy. I'm thrilled to be here today. This is a, a really a big topic, especially for 50 plus people that are thinking about retirement and what should I be doing. So what do you do with AARP with ElderWatch? What help are you providing here? Yeah, so like you said, I am a senior program analyst, and I focus on financial education as a means to prevent fraud. So that means I get to go across the state giving presentations on financial management and fraud prevention. And I also host a podcast called Money Talk 50+. Plus. And we have a financial counseling program for older adults needing assistance with finances after the loss of a loved one, caregiving finances, and general budgeting and savings. So there's a lot going on. Um, it's a very big, busy space. Um, and I love doing this work every day. You must be busy because the senior population in Colorado and the Denver area, it's pretty big. A lot of people need that kind of help you're offering, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, can you share maybe a few quick tips for a guy like me, because I'm in that same crowd, for managing finances as we get older? I would love to. So one of my biggest things is that I tell everyone to start early, whether that's saving for retirement or transitioning to receiving assistance with financial matters. Having these conversations early before anything goes wrong is key. Don't be afraid to get help with financial management as you get older, especially if managing finances is something that's getting increasingly difficult. We see a lot of times that folks um, try to put it off and then they reach a point where it's too late and um, they've been victims of scams or something has already gone wrong that is very hard to fix. Um, so be, be okay with taking that help. And if you are taking that help, be sure to keep your finances separate from your adult children, even if they are assisting with that management. And plan now for the future you want as you age. Well, now what, what time's a good time to start? I mean, by the time you hit 50 plus, isn't it almost too late? Any time is a good time to start, but earlier the better. Um, if you are 25, I would say start today. If you are 55 and you haven't started that financial management for um, for aging, then I would say start today as well. There are lots of ways that um, if you haven't started and you are older, you can catch up. Um, and if you're younger, now is the time. Uh, 55 will be on you sooner than you know it. Oh, oh boy, that's the truth. Holy cow. But and you got to be careful with the money. And I did start not in my 20s, but probably in my 30s, maybe early 40s, probably 30s, though. And you just got to kind of just keep that money aside and not think about it being there where it's easily available. Is that a good way to say it? Absolutely. Retirement savings, you really don't want to touch that money until you are in retirement, um, have hit those ages where it's not going to be a penalty to withdraw and have the use for it. Um, retirement savings are not supposed to be emergency savings. Sometimes, of course, that does happen, but we're really trying to keep that for 
living on uh, when you're no longer working. Now, that's all very important stuff. And what is a good way to start? What's a good plan? I mean, I suppose a lot of people in the earlier ages have a 401k. Is that the way to start or there should be more than that? Any sort of retirement plan like a 401k or an IRA, those are great ways to go, Um, especially if you're older. There are catch-up periods that you can take advantage of, adding extra money into those accounts. And it, it is a fairly good way to keep your money safe and it is constantly earning so that there is something there when you are ready for retirement. And just kind of let it sit and, and maybe get some good management. Yep. That's very important. Trying to do it yourself, and I'm not a money guy, you need to have help. Yeah, financial management is not something that I would say DIY it. Um, if you are able to get assistance from a financial planner, that is a great way to go. Um, and really sitting down with that person and, and showing them a full picture of what your finances are like is, is absolutely key. And what about, I'm going to back up a little bit here. By the way, we're talking with Rebecca Pearl, who is a senior program analyst for AARP Elderwatch dealing with uh, financial work. You talked about financial scams to be aware of, especially as you get older. What kind of scams are we talking about? So some of the biggest scams that we are currently seeing are investment scams. And that happens especially when we're looking at folks trying to catch up and do that retirement savings in a shorter time span than other people might be. Um, So anyone that's approaching you and saying that they have something that they can offer you, um, you only need a few dollars or some personal information in exchange for that reward, that is a huge red flag of a scam. Um, And we see this all the time in investing and also with sweetheart scams constantly. Um, And now with cryptocurrency being such a big deal, we're seeing tons and tons of cryptocurrency scams where people that might not really know um, what they're getting into are are starting these investments. And then they end up um, having invested in something that is not legitimate and they lose a lot of money. Um, So the best thing to do is verify, 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 check the source of whatever information is coming for you, check it twice, um, and be sure that you're really vigilant when sorting out various financial offers as well. Well, I guess that's where the old saying comes in. If it seems too good to be true, it probably is. That is our motto over here. <laughs> Bet it is. Well, let's speak about that. I mean, I know in dealing with Elder Watch and some of your other uh, folks that work there, people can reach out to you for help and questions about their financial interests or maybe even troubles, can't they? Yeah, absolutely. If you or someone you know is a victim of a fraud or scam or you have questions about finances, please give us a call. We're at 800-222-4444, option number two. Again, that's 800-222-4444, option number two. And that's Elder Watch with AARP that do a great job. A lot about scams, too, if you have any questions. But but here's one that, even though I'm in the radio business and there's a lot of technology around me that I can understand, there's also a lot of financial technology tools I don't understand. How should older adults keep their money safe online and while using these technology tools? What's the key to that? Because there's trouble if you're not knowing what you're doing. I would say if you don't know what it is, 
ignore it. <laughs> that, that is that is rule number one. If you're not exactly sure what it is and you can't get a straight answer as to what you're getting into, don't do not move forward with that. It's probably a scam. Be sure to check the legitimacy of any links you come by across, and you can do this by just hovering over the link, and it will show you exactly where that link is going to take you. Scammers can write any information they want and say it's going to go to this URL. So it can say, oh, I'm going to go to Google, and then you hover over it, and it's actually taking you to a completely different website that might be trying to take personal information or money from you. So be sure to check the legitimacy of any links before you click them. And update and keep your passwords a secret. So I, I tell people this all the time, and they go every three months. But yes, every three months is ideal for password updates. And using past phrases, special characters, and numbers interspersed are the best ways to have safe, strong passwords. Yeah, and another. Go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. I was going another way to hell with the passwords is just you know write them down and put them in a secret place because there's so many requirements for passwords in so many areas of technology, and you got to try to make them all separate, never the same, right? Yes, that is ideal. So um, there are password managers out there that will create really strong passwords for you. The one issue with those is they need a password, and there was a recent. Um, hacking of one. And, and they say, of course, like these password managers are unhackable, um, but that is not true. Anything can be hacked. So it's really about keeping those in a safe place. And if you have the funds to pay for a password manager, that's the way to go as opposed to using a free one. Uh, it gives you a little bit of extra protection. Boy, the more protection, the better, because they just seem to be able to, and you probably hear a lot about this over to Elder Watch. These guys that are doing the hacking business, they're pretty smart, and people need to realize this is what they do for a living. Like your job, this is their job. So they're going to get as mm-hmm. good as they can at it, and that makes them very dangerous, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. So yep. if you're trying to prepare finances for caregiving, I mean, that's a big thing too. And by the time you hit 50-plus, we're talking maybe like a long-term health care of some kind or some kind of caregiving? How do you prepare mm-hmm. finances for that? Because that can get expensive. It absolutely can get expensive. And the best way to prepare your finances for caregiving is to talk about what you want your financial management to look like, and hopefully long before it's time for friends and family to step into these caregiving roles. You want to plan, plan, plan for the future as much as you can while you're still healthy, while you're still of sound mind. Document everything and be sure to coordinate not only care, but financial management as well with everyone that is going to provide you care. So that might be adult children, friends, or a mixture of both. Being sure to put people in roles that they have the best capacity to fill is also key. So, for example, let's say your son, Bill, is very good at managing finances and your other son, James, is very good at housekeeping. Assign them roles that best fit their talents and then know that all of the plans that you are making are living, breathing documents. None of this is set in stone. Changes should be made as care plans advance and Keeping up to date with any financial changes as well should be um, documented within these plans. So at what point, and I've not quite done this, and I'm beyond 50, but my family, I'm blessed enough to have my adult children and my grandchildren all here in the Denver area. At what age or at what point 
Is it towards the end or is it in the beginning and along the way? Do you sit down with a family member, you know, like your son or your daughter, whoever it might be, and start explaining, here's what I'm doing, here's what you need to know if something happens, or do you just kind of hold off on that until it gets closer to the end? I would say as early as you are comfortable with is going to be best. If you, if your adult children are um, smart, competent people that you trust with your finances, sitting down with them at any time is going to be key um, before before things get too too serious. Um, you you want to be able to express your wants and needs before you're unable to do so. Um, I would also say making sure that um, you're doing it in a a birthday party is not the place to spring a conversation (laughs) about caregiving. Yeah, I I get that point. Yeah, not good. Yeah, you want to do it in like a in a comfortable way um, where everyone can sit and you know take notes if they need to, um, ask the questions that are serious. You don't want to do it at like family, big family gathering, a holiday, a separate time um, when you can sit down with your family and friends and talk about this is is also key. How about this? And this just popped into my mind. Maybe you're fortunate enough to be able to afford to have a caregiver come in, maybe on a daily basis or a couple times a week, and they take care of you and maybe do whatever they need to be doing, but they become pretty close to you. Do you dare share that kind of personal information with a caregiver? No. No. If you if there's someone coming in that is providing medical care in a lot of cases, you you really do not want to share financial information with them. They are there to provide medical care, and financial matters should be left up to whoever your financial management team is, whether that's a financial advisor, just your family, um, the bank you go to, those people, not not your caregiver coming day to day and providing uh, medical care to you. That's really good advice because I knew a friend of mine that did that, and uh, things did not go well because the caregiver did start digging into the cash, and they got arrested mm-hmm. for that. But I never even thought about a caregiver who you do really trust with a lot of your life might be turning on you like that. Good advice there. So, Rebecca Pearl, before we let you go here, give us again a way that somebody listening now, 50-plus, or a way to get started at any age, give them a way to contact you. Feel free to give me a call at 800-222-4444, option number two. I'm the only Rebecca on the line, so you can ask for me, and I will get connected with you. And I hope you all have a very happy new year. Stay scam safe. (laughs) I love that. Thank you, Rebecca, for coming on with us. And thank you guys for listening to No Copay Radio. I'm Murphy Houston, brought to you by Dr. Cog, the Denver Regional Council of Government's Area Agency on Aging. That's 303-480-6700. See you next Sunday, 730 here on Cozy 101.1.